This is episode 69, Get Over the Pain from a Breakup and Get to the Lesson with Jackie. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of 2017. I hope your new year is off to a great start. And I had a couple New Year's goodies for you. I want to make sure you caught those. Last week in Coach's Corner, I did a guided visualization meditation to help you let go of 2016 and bring in 2017. So go back and check out last week, Coach's Corner. And also on my blog at christinehassler.com, I take you through a ritual that I've done every new year for the past 10 years, which is really awesome. And so many people that have followed me for years do it every year with me. So go check that out too. And even if you're listening to this episode way past the new year, you don't have to wait for a new year to do an intentional letting go and bringing in process. You can do it at any time. So again, you can go grab that at christinehassler.com. Also, if one of your intentions in 2017 is to be more disciplined about your meditation practice, connect with more like-minded people, and attract more of what you truly want in life, then joining my inner circle is an amazing way to kick off the new year. Building this community is one of my primary intentions this year. Now that the podcast has been going for over a year, I've heard from hundreds of people who are longing for more connection and teaching and coaching from me. And the inner circle is a way for me to help create a community and be able to coach more of you directly. Go to christinehauser.com slash inner circle to learn more and sign up. If you have any questions at all, just email jill at christinehauser.com. One more quick thing. I'm changing the format of Coach's Corner a little bit. I'm hearing from all of you that you want more coaching, more coaching. So if you have a question and you can't get a spot on the air, then email any question you have to assist at christinehassler.com. Again, assist at christinehassler.com. And Rebecca will track your questions, forward them to me, and I'll start answering them on Coach's Corner. All right. So excited about today's episode. It's so good. It's about breakups. And whether you are going through one or not, I highly encourage you to listen carefully to my coaching session with Jackie and my breakdown after I play the call, because I assure you that you will get some insights that will be helpful to you in moving through the powerful lessons in your own life. The situation we're talking about is a breakup, but you can apply it to any kind of expectation hangover. So Jackie called in for help getting over what she calls an earth-shattering, heartbreaking breakup. And man, breakups can be absolutely devastating, even paralyzing. The pain can be so intense that it feels like we will never get to the other side of it. I remember when my fiance broke up with me when I was 26, how much pain I was in. Oh my gosh, I thought I would never, ever get to the other side of it. And the fact that it was compounded with so many other things in my life, uncertainty around my career, debt, health issues, made it feel like I lost the one thing I was clinging to for any kind of love, safety, and security. But even though getting through that breakup was one of the most challenging times in my life, it was also seriously the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'm not saying that to be trite. It really was. In fact, I would not have this podcast or any of my career if not for that breakup. The pain I was in was the tipping point for really going all in when it came to my own personal growth. I got super serious and intentional about working with my coach and becoming a student of my life rather than a victim. And it was that breakup that became the inspiration for my first book, 20-something, 20-everything. 
did getting to the other side of that breakup mean I never had heartache again? No, 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 no. Still human. There was more to learn. So many of you know that years later, I met another man who I married, but divorced only after about three years of marriage. I share in my coaching call with Jackie that when I was going through my divorce, one of the best pieces of advice I received was to milk it for all it was worth. Now, I knew this person wasn't talking about milking it in terms of a divorce settlement. He was encouraging me to milk it for all the lessons and healing opportunities that were there for me. You see, my divorce was not just about grieving the end of the relationship. It was about so much more. It was the catalyst that made me look more deeply at my relationship with myself, the things I projected or expected from a man, like financial security, a feeling of safety and being chosen. And most of all, it catalyzed a much deeper relationship with spirit because so much of what I was looking for in a romantic relationship were the things I was missing from a connection with a higher power. I share all this with you because I want you to know that whatever you are going through, no matter how challenging it is, is happening for you, not to you. Again, it's happening for you, not to you. If you're willing to ask, what am I learning? And do the healing work that any expectation hangover offers, I assure you that you will get to the other side and find many unexpected blessings. And this episode with Jackie will help. Before I tell you some things to listen for in this coaching session, I want to share with you another cool opportunity for listeners of Overwritten On With It. I mentioned when I was going through my breakup, one of the things I really had to deal with was debt. And then after my divorce, I really had to uplevel my relationship with money and become empowered when it came to my financial security and running my own business. I know a lot of you out there are either self-employed or want to be self-employed and financial fears can be an obstacle. Having a healthy relationship with money is key to our overall well-being and consequently success. When we feel stressed financially or unorganized, it creates emotional, mental, and physical stress. One of the best ways to improve your relationship with money is to get organized and set up systems and best practices that create a strong financial foundation. That's why I'm excited to tell you about FreshBooks, which is offering a free 30-day unrestricted trial to all of my listeners. FreshBooks is a ridiculously easy online accounting software that's completely transformed how freelancers and small businesses deal with their day-to-day paperwork. It's been redesigned from the ground up and custom built for exactly the way you work. Get ready for the simplest way to be more productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. You can create professional looking invoices, you can set up online payments, and you can track when your client sees your invoice so there's no more guessing games. The most important thing for everyone listening is that getting started on FreshBooks is extremely simple, even if you're not a numbers person, actually, especially if you're not a numbers person. And again, FreshBooks is offering a 30-day unrestricted free trial to my listeners. To claim it, go to freshbooks.com slash Christine and enter over it and on with it in the how did you hear about us section. Again, freshbooks.com slash Christine and enter over it and on with it in the how did you hear about us section. All right, and now let's get into my session with Jackie. As you're listening, consider, if you're going through a breakup, are you willing to see that the pain could actually be a catalyst for incredible growth? Are you willing to get out of the suffering and get to the learning? Are there breakups from your past that you just got through but never really got over? There are some lessons to go back and learn. Could there be old wounds from your parents or peers that are impacting the people you're attracting in your relationship? And finally, Is there someone you know who really isn't good for you to be in a relationship with, but you just keep going back for more, can't seem to get out, or can't get over it? Keep these questions in mind as you listen to my call with Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Welcome to the show. What's your question? Hi, Christine. My question is, I've recently gone through a pretty earth-shattering 
heartbreaking, mind-melting heartbreak. And um, the thing is, is that this person probably isn't the best for me. Um, They've shown a lot of really um, their true colors in the uh, lead up after our breakup. And I just want to be able to get to a place where if the relationship was even on the table, I would want to be able to respect myself enough to say no. So I find myself right now in a place where if it was still on the table, I would say yes, and I'm still really missing him. But um, I need to be able to walk away from it for good. So, uh, How long were you together? About a year and a half. And we were um, friends for 10 years before. Okay. And then how long, when was the breakup? About a month and a half ago. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, you have my compassion. Breakups just suck. (laughs) They're just so, they can, they can be so hard. I don't want to affirm that they always are hard because I've had some that, that weren't, but for the most part, they really are challenging. And because of that, they are really, really juicy with lots of revelations and they stir up a lot of issues for us to heal because this isn't just about him. No. In fact, I venture to guess that very little is about him. And maybe today in our session, we can get to the core of really what's got you hooked in and what's making this so hard. Do you have any sense of what that could be? Well, On Christmas, I found out that my best friend in the whole wide world, the person that I trust with everything, um, while I was trying to do a no contact period with my ex, had been in contact with my ex daily, and um, that they became actually quite close after the breakup and hanging out. And she told me that she values him so much that... um, and that they understand each other better than anybody. So I have just a lot of betrayal in my heart too. And I just, I just want to be able to move past it all. I hear you. I hear that. So betrayal. Mm-hmm. When was the first time in your life you remember feeling like you got betrayed? Oh gosh. Um, probably when I was in high school. And what happened? Um... Just the friends that I had back then um, weren't really my friends. They were really awful to me. Um, They would talk behind my back and, you know, just not really make you feel like the kind of person that, that you, not just, just not the type of friends that you would want in your life. It's not the type of people that uplift you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what beliefs do you think you formed about yourself and about people when that happened? Oh, a good question. I feel, I think, I think I thought that people are deceptive and out to get me and they can trick you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you feel tricked in your relationship? Yes. A lot of the time. How did you feel tricked? Because he would tell me things about myself that I didn't want to accept Um, he would, he would start to tell me, you know, how I should dress and what I should sometimes how I should take my coffee and like, um, the exercise that I should be doing. And I I felt tricked because I like to take cream in my coffee and I like to do 
it was spin class. I love to do spin class. But he would tell me that, you know, spinning makes your legs too big and you already have big legs. So I would, I would do the things for him that um, I knew that I shouldn't, I should just be doing the things that made me happy and not care what he thought. But I thought, but I thought that if I was better, that he would be better for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And what kept you hooked in? What did you love about him? What were you really attracted to about him? Well, he, first of all, I felt just so lucky to have him. Um, He is very handsome, very charismatic, and just like everybody who knows him really admires him. So I felt lucky that he chose me. Okay. Anything else? He was strong in his beliefs. So whether he was wrong or he was right, he was right in his mind. And I kind of a little bit more open-minded, I guess, if, if something happens and he's very strong with his emotions and I'm very weak <laughs> with my emotions, my emotions can sort of get the best of me at times. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you're more vulnerable and mm-hmm. he's more rigid. Exactly. Okay. Anything else? Well, he had his life together. Um I really admired that for someone of his age and for what he's been through. Um I admired that a lot. Great. And if you if you look at those things that you admire, that make you quote unquote lucky to have him, everybody liking him, being strong in his beliefs, getting his life together. Did he create all of that with a lot of integrity? And what I mean by that is it's easy to look at people's behavior or how they're perceived or some of their actions and think Uh it's great. But then if we pull the curtain back and we look at how they do that, it can be another story. So I heard you tell me he was very controlling and very opinionated of you and very almost rigid in his beliefs. I think being open-minded, having an opinion is important, but being open-minded is also really, really important because we never really know. We think we know things, but we always have to keep an open mind. And so if you look at how he created this, it was with a lot of control, a lot of righteousness seems like some kind of arrogance and I'm not trying to make him wrong. That's just the way he protects his heart. To me, you sound like someone who craves intimacy, vulnerability. Those are things that I would guess you want in a relationship. If you weren't open to those things. Yeah. If you weren't open to those things, you wouldn't have called into this kind of show. (laughs) (laughs) And that scares him. Mm -hmm. And the only way he knew how to block that was to control you. And make you feel small. And you played into that, sweetheart, because you put him on a pedestal. Yes, I did. Because he was lucky to have you. Mm, Thank you. He was lucky to have someone that saw beyond just the rigidity and the controlling behavior and probably saw his sweetness. And that's what you fell in love with. You fell in love with his essence, his quote-unquote potential as well. But... That doesn't matter if someone isn't stepping into their true essence and is acting more into their fear-based patterns. 
of controlling and kind of being a charmer. Maybe he's even borderline narcissist in terms of everybody loves him and he's the center of the world. But when it comes to really showing up and being intimate and vulnerable with people, that's a big no. Yeah. And so for you, the the best way to get over any breakup, Jackie, is to really ask the question, what am I learning? And why did I draw this person in? So I teach about the five different kinds of relationships. And this is what I would guess is an issue-based relationship, meaning sort of your issues dovetailed with his issues. And it was more unresolved issues that created the attraction. Let me ask you this. Did you have pretty strong chemistry with him, physical chemistry? Yeah. Okay. That's like a dead giveaway of an issue-based relationship because our conscious mind would never choose it for us because we see the red flags, but the physical attraction and the the chemical reaction we have when we're with this person, like just we release so so much oxytocin that we just like (laughs) all that goes out the window. So this is, this is a very common type of learning relationship. And if you can really understand that this was in a very important and significant relationship for you to have. And it's not a failure because it didn't last forever. It wasn't supposed to. Issue-based relationships are not supposed to. What they're supposed to do is come in and activate us. Like you said, earth-shattering, gut-wrenching, heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to do that because we get so, quote-unquote, desperate and sad that we're willing to do anything to try to get over it. And that Mm -hmm. anything usually includes looking at our issues from the past that are unresolved that drew us to this relationship. And you're already clued into one, meaning in high school, which is a tender time, you were just out there being yourself, being Jackie, having your open heart. I can tell you, you just have such a sweet open heart and you're one of those people that likes to make other people feel good and you're just a love. And you thought you could trust that. And then people turned on you and talked behind your back. So that formed the belief, like you said, people are deceptive and out to get me. They can trick me. But also, it's not safe to be me. Yeah. Like there's something wrong with me. It's not safe to be me. So ever since then, you've kind of developed a persona, a way of being, almost a chameleon identity to stay safe in relationship. However, as much as we try those protective devices out, we try to conform to be what somebody wants us to be, it's the beliefs that create our reality. So that whole people are deceptive and out to get me and can trick me, and I'm not as good as them, we collect evidence. So you attracted an, a partner who basically confirmed that belief. Does that make <laughs> sense? It makes total sense. So that's that's one of the issues this is bumping up against. Is there anything else that you can think of in terms of anything that happened in your parents' relationship or between you and one of your parents? Is there anything else that you think is playing out here? Yeah, I do. Um, Growing up, my dad and I didn't really have the greatest relationship. He was a bit of, well, he was an alcoholic and we didn't really know that until 10 years after. So growing up when I was, really young, I didn't really understand his behavior a lot of the time. So I always felt that I was apologizing to him. And I remember my dad and I would get in just these awful fights. And I would, at the end of the day, feel really terrible. And I would write him these long, I'm sorry notes. And I would tape them to the front of his, um, onto his car, uh, his wheel on his car. 
and he would never say anything to me about them. So I just, I remember just feeling like I wasn't good enough. And yeah. 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 Well, Jackie, this is, this is it. This is, this is what is coming up for you to heal because that's a really, really tender one. You know, your whole life you've been craving love from a man who wasn't capable because his own issues, his own demons were in the way. And you went out and attracted someone that was kind of similar to your dad in their behavior and their protective strategies. And all you have done the past year and a half is metaphorically wrote notes to stick to his car (laughs) that you never felt were read or appreciated or acknowledged. Exactly. So I really get how painful it is to love a man like your dad so much and we put our parents, especially, you know, little girls, our daddies on these pedestals and just so want them to see us and tell us we're beautiful and tell us we're safe. Yeah. As women, we crave that masculine presence in our life that no matter what is happening in our lives emotionally, we crave for the masculine to be able to hold for us. So even your judgment on yourself about being too emotional that was probably something you were told by him growing up. Don't cry. You're too oh, sensitive. Sure. Yeah. You drama queen. <laughs> yeah. And you're yeah. not a drama queen. You just have a big heart and you feel things <laughs> deeply. And my experience of you is that you have high emotional intelligence. Yes, you're being vulnerable right now and you're expressing your emotions. Thank God you're not suppressing them. But that doesn't make you weak. <laughs> Yeah. For someone who's a month and a half out of a gut-wrenching breakup, you're not a mess. You didn't see me a couple days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but here's the thing. It can get messy, but you had the wherewithal to schedule this coaching session. You're functioning. Yeah. You're feeling your emotions, but I want you to release the judgment that that makes you messy or weak. Yeah. So when when you were growing up, what did you long for most from your dad? His attention. Yeah, he wasn't really there. He didn't really care. He was always doing his own thing. And gosh, he would never come to any of my volleyball games, like not even one. Right. Yeah. Is he still alive today? He is. And he's so much better now. I just want to acknowledge that. He is... He's clean and he's sober and so much better. And we have a much better relationship. Yeah. Right. And that's beautiful and confusing. It's beautiful. for it ob- Yeah. It's beautiful for obvious reasons. It's confusing because we think it's over, right? We think that the problem is solved if the person changes and is finally showing up the way we want them to show up. However, we've got to go back and deal with the old anger. You know, I see this so often with people, you know, they think they've resolved something in their past because the present situation is different. 
but yet they still harbor anger and resentment against another person, against themselves, against the situation. And it sabotages their life and makes them unable to really be in the present moment and appreciate new relationship. So for you, it's really time to go back and deal with um, being the daughter of an alcoholic. So have you ever done any Al-Anon? I did. Yeah. Okay. And did you do all the steps and really work the program? Okay. No. So that might be something to consider because again, like for these programs, it's like getting a self-help book and reading like, you know, a couple chapters that jumped out at you instead of the (sighs) whole book. Right. So that's, that's one consideration. And it's also beautiful to have a community of people who understand that. Um, and probably you'd find other women who, and there are, there are women only Al-Anon groups you can join and you'd probably find other women who have ex-boyfriends very similar to yours, um, that you can Mm. really talk about. People can understand that. And then the second thing is really working on healing this relationship with dad. And that doesn't mean with him. It means going back to little Jackie and, you know, maybe doing some journaling to her or, um, talking to that little one inside and really telling her that this wasn't her fault and that there was nothing wrong with her because that's the problem is grown up. Jackie isn't dating right now. Younger Jackie is she's picking your men. She combined with your high school, Jackie. So we've got that chasing the affection of a man whose heart is closed down combined with (laughs) people deceive me. So if that's it, you know, like imagine your dating profile. I'm really looking for someone who triggers all my father issues and will make me never feel seen and question myself. Oh, and if you deceive me too and make me really doubt my worthiness, then we're really going to be a match. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be in the relationship and love you and, and drive myself crazy and consistently doubt myself and try to conform to who you want me to be. And then oh when you, when we break up, I'm going to be devastated, even though I wasn't happy in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You nailed it so much. <laughs> yeah. And it's good to it's good to laugh at these things too. Yeah. Because we're all is. humans and we're all learning. And we're yeah. all trying to figure all this crazy human stuff out. So Christine, how do I get to this point where I just say no, I deserved better. I don't want that person <clears throat> in my life. He doesn't deserve me. Well, It's more about how do you get to the point where that kind of um, relationship isn't even interesting to you. Right. So really this is about like that love that you craved from your dad, that feeling – because, you know, it's what we crave from the father is to feel safe, to feel validated, to feel like we're doing a good job. To feel like we can be emotional and someone will be there for us and not call us crazy, but will really mm-hmm. like hold the, hold the space for us. 
and just mm-hmm. to tell us like we're beautiful and worthy and, you know, special. And so yeah. what your work is, is to, to heal those little, little girl wounds, but to also find that place in you. And I don't know what your spiritual connection is, but I find this most in my spiritual practice to find that connection with the divine masculine in meditation and prayer, whatever it is, but you've got to find that place inside of you because this is important for all women. I hear a lot of women say, I'm too much in my masculine. I need to be more in my feminine. Well, we can be in our masculine in terms of pushing and controlling and driving, but there's this important part of our masculine energy that we need to find inside ourselves, which is that place inside of us that makes us feel safe that holds space for ourselves while we're going through our own emotions. Because too many of us, we go through our emotions and then we think we're crazy. We think we're never going to get out of it. (sighs) We need to like experience our emotions and have another part of us inside going, it's okay. You're okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So this is an inside job. (laughs) And it's also, it's also writing out, like after we hang up, I would write out like a reality check to yourself, like even a letter where you're like, dear Jackie, here's what's really going on. This wasn't really about this guy. You think you're in love with him, but what you're really chasing is the love you didn't get from your father. So you picked a guy who was emotionally shut down and kind of into himself and couldn't show up for you because he reminded you of your dad because you're trying to get this love. But you're, it's like walking through the desert looking for a river. Yeah. You know, you're never going to find it. And again, this isn't bla- this isn't about blaming anybody. This is just about looking at you know, the cast of characters in your life and and who they are and how they're showing up and what you're trying to squeeze out of them that you really need to give to yourself because all of us as grown-ups, it's our job to repair in ourselves and give ourselves the things we so longed from for our from our parents that we didn't get. So this is really about stepping up finding your inner masculine and giving yourself that kind of love, attention, validation that you never got. And also reframing those beliefs about people, you know, being out to get you and being deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I'd highly recommend is my signature retreat and the next one's coming up in March. So it's around the Ooh, corner okay. and it's outside LA. It's, it's just for the guys listening. It's just for ladies. Um, but it will get to the core of this and move you through this super fast. Yeah. I'll look into that for sure. So consider that because this is the kind of thing, you know, you're up against one of your biggest life lessons right now. Expectation hangover would really help. The book would really help. Um, This is a major, major life lesson. This is like AP calculus right now. So it's time, (laughs) it's time to jump in. And, And sometimes we need tutors. It might be the time to, to get a coach, to work with somebody. It's like, you know, I'll say something to you that someone said to me after my divorce, which was milk this for all it's worth. Meaning really, really, really get the learnings. Because if if you hover just around the pain of the breakup and missing him, blah, 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 you'll never really get to the core and you'll just focus on wanting to quote unquote feel better. Versus really going into, okay, roll up my sleeves. What is this activating? This isn't just about him. Yeah. Can I ask another quick question? Yes. Just about my friend. I don't know what to do about that. I feel so hurt that she betrayed me and went behind my back and now wants to be friends with him. 
well, if that feels like a betrayal, then she doesn't really sound like a friend. Yeah. So if, if I were in that situation and I felt the way I did and I was dealing with owning my own issues of how I attract people who betray me in my life, because that's what I believe, she's just a manifestation of your beliefs. So it's like take 100% responsibility for your 50%. Yeah. And however, if I was working through an issue and I was really tender about that, I would say you're free to choose what you want to choose. I'm really working through my own issues around betrayal and it's going to be healthiest for me if I take a break from our friendship. Yeah. Yeah, great. And, exactly what I need to do. Yeah. And there are so many amazing people out there who probably already are your friend or who will become your friend. So keep your heart yeah. open and know and, and reprogram with your mind that people are kind and people are safe and people see you and want to be your friend. Okay. You're so likable and relatable, Jackie. You are. <laughs> And there's nothing Thanks, wrong with Christine. you. Yeah. And just be mindful of who you make your God. Don't make anyone yeah. else, especially a man, your, your God. Yeah. No more pedestals for those guys. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. How, how, how does the heart wrench, earth shattering heartbreak feel right now? Feels like something that in time I can overcome and like something that I really want to Milk for all it's worth. I want to roll up my sleeves and get to the inside job. <laughs> Great. Does it feel as paralyzing as it did 30 minutes ago? No, it okay. doesn't. Okay. No. Good. And I want to say to you, you will get through this. And I don't mean just get over it. I'm not saying time is going to heal it. What I am saying is you will get through this because you will uncover the wounds here that your soul so wants to heal, how lucky you are to have attracted this relationship and have this kind of expectation hangover, have this kind of hurt that's propelling you into action. This is a gift. And exactly. You, yeah. And you are totally 100% capable of healing and transforming this. Yeah. Yes, life is happening for me, not to me. Exactly. I believe in you. Thank you, Christine. I hope listening to this coaching session with Jackie showed you how quickly we can go from earth-shattering, gut-wrenching, heartbreaking breakup to feeling a sense of peace and clarity. We get stuck in the loop of pain when we're just looking at the current situation, fantasizing about what could have been, altering our memory of the facts and staying hooked into that other person. When you can free yourself from thinking a breakup is only about that person, you'll get to the lessons much sooner. And also when you can free yourself from the belief that a breakup is bad, you'll get to the healing much sooner. All relationships aren't supposed to last forever. Some have expiration dates and are here to teach us major lessons. So don't think just because something ends that the relationship was a failure. From my point of view, we only kind of fail, I don't even like using that word, when we don't get the lessons. Because then we just go repeat them 
and date the same kind of person over and over again, just with a different face. Now, of course, I'm not saying that you don't feel the grief of a breakup. Of course, our hearts hurt. And I have so much compassion for that. We really miss that person that we ended the relationship with. I've been there myself. But the way to get out of the grief is not to obsess over the ex, beat yourself up, or go out looking for someone else. The way through the grief is to milk it for all it's worth and see what it's bringing up for you to heal. Like in Jackie's case, this breakup is an opportunity to reframe old beliefs she had around betrayal and not being able to trust people so she stops manifesting people that fit that story. You see, we continue to collect evidence for the story we believe. So if you have a story about people to seat you and you can't trust them or people don't like you or you're abandoned or you're broken up with or you're rejected or whatever it is, you keep manifesting those experiences because that's what you believe. And this was the biggie for Jackie. She was basically dating her dad. She was trying to get the love and attention and approval that she never got from her dad from her boyfriend who was basically the same kind of archetype. He was emotionally unavailable. He was a little into himself. He was controlling. He couldn't really meet her and see her on the level that she wanted to be seen and loved. So the healing work for her and the healing work for many of you who resonate is really going back to those younger parts and giving them the love and attention and recognition that they didn't feel And also tapping into big love, agape love, that higher power love, whatever that means for you. The other thing I want to mention is the importance of putting no one on a pedestal. Jackie said she felt so lucky to have him. And it's great to feel that way. But if you're going to feel that way, you better believe the other person's also really lucky to have you. You want to match. No one is on a pedestal. Yes, we love people. Yes, we can admire people. Yes, we can respect people. But we don't make them better than us because that creates insecurity in the relationship. And then the relationship becomes about trying to be okay and and get their approval and fit in and become a chameleon to whatever they want. It doesn't feel safe at all. So again, put no one on a pedestal. And one more thing about her dad. You know, she said the relationship was shifted, that it's much better now, and that's beautiful. But that doesn't erase the pain that was there from the past. So even though our relationship with someone from our past can be better now, oftentimes we still got to go clean up what wasn't there back then. So some assignments for you. First, if you haven't read and watched my blog and vlog on how to get over a breakup and you're going through a breakup right now, I highly encourage you to go and do that. I'll put the link in the show notes. Show notes are always at christinehassler.com slash podcast. Also, Expectation Hangover, my last book that you can get on Amazon or Kindle or audio. It is such a great book if you're going through any kind of breakup, well, really any kind of disappointment, but it's really wonderful for breakups because it'll walk you through how to go back and heal those old things. And take a little inventory on your past breakups. Are you really over them? Are you repeating patterns in current relationships or in your dating life or even in your single life that may be because of unresolved issues from the past? And finally, I mentioned to Jackie my signature retreat that's happening in March. And sorry, this one's for the ladies. I am going to be doing a retreat for both men and women, so stay tuned for that. And that's, it's like 
10 years of therapy in a weekend. And it's spiritual and fun and beautiful. And I don't even know how to describe it. I've been doing it since 2009 and it's always sold out and people just leave looking different, not only feeling different. So that's on my website or you can email Jill at Christine Hassler for more info. It's about an hour and a half outside of LA, but people fly in from all over the world. All ages welcome, but only women. However, you men and women are both welcome to join my inner circle. It's my membership community that I mentioned. That's all at christinehassler.com slash inner circle. Really gearing up for this new year and adding all kinds of cool things to that. So thank you for listening to the first episode of 2017. As always, I appreciate rating and reviews on iTunes if you feel like giving the show a little New Year's gift and lots of amazing things ahead for all of us in 2017, wishing you a very happy and healthy new year. Much love and many blessings, everyone. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehassler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehassler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.